1: at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com. That's K-A-I-Z-E-N for Kaizen. And while at my website, don't forget to click on the podcast page to check out past shows and also to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now, are you one of those lucky people who jumps out of bed every weekday morning fired up to get to work? Maybe you find your work challenging and rewarding, or maybe your coworkers are also your friends or maybe you just like having a purpose and routine well if that sounds like you the idea of early retirement probably isn't on your radar and that's just fine but if you often have moments when you pause at your desk and think about retirement and more time to travel and more time with the grandkids and more time to finally try all the things you don't have time for right now well You may be one of those folks with a keen eye on early retirement. So if you're currently in your 50s, you're probably a decade to a decade and a half away from the point at which most folks retire. That means leaving your career now would mean you're jumping into early retirement, which is full of both excitement and risk. Now, during our show today, we're going to highlight and chat about some of the most critical things you should know if you think early retirement may be an option for you. But before that let me first introduce my co-host Tony Shore who I'm still hoping will sign a 50-year contract that prevents him from early retirement. <laughs> hey
0: Tony what's <laughs> up buddy? I don't know about that. I don't have any plans to retire anytime soon but uh Well good. Uh, I'm not <laughs> sure I could commit to 50 more years. That's well, that might be a little tricky yeah. but it does sound like you've got a great topic for us <sighs> today Albert but First, how have you been? I mean, you're excited about baseball season starting. I know that.
1: Yes. Yes. Summer or as I say, spring is here. uh, Sun shines out. uh, Weather's, you know, in the high 40s. So what else can we complain about?
0: Right. We shouldn't (laughs) complain at all at this point. Um, But yeah, I think it's easy for people to, you know, think to themselves, hey, I've got enough saved for retirement. What else do I need to know or do? But I'm guessing from your comments that early retirement has excitement for folks. I mean, we all like to fantasize. I don't think there's one person out there, if they're honest, can't say they've thought about early retirement at some point in their life. Right, right. But, right. but uh, there's also risk. And I know you're going to throw us a few retirement planning curveballs today, aren't you?
1: I am indeed going to do exactly that. But let me emphasize that today's show won't try and talk anyone out of early retirement. Okay, Like many other parts of, let's say, building a financial strategy, early retirement is a good move for some and an unwise move for others. Now, an AARP article, 10 Things No One Tells You About Early Retirement, actually has some potentially useful information. Um, In fact, if you'd like to read into that article, it is available at AARP.org. Now, though many of us probably dream about retiring, at least from time to time, the article notes that just 11% of current workers who are younger than 60 actually plan to retire early. Now, it will be interesting if a year or two from now, a new batch of statistics tell us that 11% number has dropped even lower because of our ongoing bout of inflation. Furthermore, Medicare, which at the moment provides health care coverage for more than 61 million Americans, doesn't begin until age 65 for most folks. So that means if you leave the workplace prior to turning 65, you'll have to find a health care bridge that takes you to Medicare.
0: Well, yeah. okay, so. You don't need to be a financial wizard to know that healthcare is expensive. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up. So that's a big point you make there because a lot of people don't realize, hey, if I retire at 55, I'm going to be responsible f- to cover my own health care costs between then and 65 when Medicare kicks in. So uh, yeah. and without being a part of an employer plan, which is supplemented and partly paid for by your employer and as part of a group policy, so you get a lower rates there, that COBRA insurance is outrageously expensive.
1: <laughs> That's an understatement, Tony. Uh-huh. Now, while your health insurance premiums can't rise higher than 8.3% of your household income, according to current law, you're still likely going to cringe when you see some of the prices. For example, if your household income is $50,000, a mid-level silver plan will cost you around $350 a month or just more than $4,000 a year. And unfortunately for some people, a mid-level plan isn't going to provide everything they need. And the more coverage you need, the more it's going to cost you.
0: Well, yeah, and if I could offer a recap here, if you're kicking around the idea of retiring early, you definitely need to work with a financial services professional, somebody like yourself, Albert, to first make sure you have a good strategy in place for all of your healthcare needs and costs, right?
1: Yes. And additionally, for some folks, uh, retiring early means they end up tapping into their nest egg too soon, which can also have negative consequences. You know, if you leave your job before you turn 59 and a half, you may be staring at 10% early withdrawal penalties from certain tax deferred accounts, including 401ks and traditional IRAs. Now, while you may be able to take some steps that allow you to take uh, IRA money before you turn 59 and a half, not closely adhering to all the rules for doing so could mean you end up getting hit with large penalties. So, if you don't have a Roth IRA, which is funded with after-tax money, you'll need to be prepared to hand the government a percentage of the amount you withdraw from your traditional accounts. For example, if you take $20,000 out of your IRA before you turn 59 and a half and are in the 15% federal income tax bracket, you'll be looking at around $5,000 in taxes and penalties.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, so, wow. Right. And extrapolating a bit further, that means your $20,000 withdrawal means you actually only have $15,000, Tony.
0: Well, and potentially losing that kind of money, five grand when making that kind of withdrawal, that's enough to convince a lot of people not to do it, right? So- Right. uh, Personally, uh, devising a comprehensive pre-Medicare health plan and also being certain you have sufficient cash to avoid dipping into your tax-deferred retirement accounts, Those are good reasons to work with somebody like yourself, especially if you're going to retire early. So um, let's keep going here. This is a great show today. What do you have for us next?
1: Well, the AARP article, 10 Things No One Tells You About Early Retirement, next tells us that retiring early may also mean you're giving up some of the upside of compounding interest. So when it comes to saving the money you need for retirement, time itself is potentially your best friend. Now let's consider some numbers here. While you're between ages 25 and 55, if you save, $250 a month, which is $3,000 a year, you'll have in the ballpark of about $237,000 when you officially retire, presuming you don't make withdrawals and earn an average of 6% yearly on your investments. Now, that's a great return on your $90,000 investment.
0: Wow. Okay. So what happens uh, to those numbers if somebody retires at a more
1: traditional age instead of retiring early? Well, if you retired when you were 65 instead of 55, you're providing yourself another decade of compounding interest. So in this scenario, your $250 a month will provide you with around $464,000, almost double what it would have been when you were 55. And that's because an extra 10 years of savings adds 30,000 to your nest egg. So this significant advantage comes from the interest you'll earn, not only on your principal, but the interest you'll see on the interest that's already accumulated. Mm.
0: Wow. Okay. I think I've always mostly grasped the idea of compounding interest, you know, the eighth wonder of the world, right? But whenever I see hard (laughs) numbers like the ones you've provided, I'm still a little shocked at just how important compounding interest really is.
1: It is. It's very important. Now, the next part of early retirement you may not have considered previously is that you may very well have a long life ahead of you. So, according to the same AARP article I referenced just a moment ago, uh, a woman who retires when she turns 55 will need her savings to last about 29 years on average. So, compare that to the roughly 20 and a half years she's needed for her savings if she retired at age 65. So, a man who leaves the workforce at 55 will need his savings to last a whisker over 25 years, as opposed to the roughly 18 years he'll need if he retired at 65. So now get a load of this stat here. If a couple makes it to age 65, there's a 25% chance one of the spouses will live to age
0: wow. 98. Yeah, that, that's huge. And a longer life means you're going to need more money. <laughs> right? That's the, <laughs> yes, that's yes, the issue. Of it. <laughs> so a longer time in retirement, a longer time spent retired also means that, uh, which compounds it. So a retiring early really has to be carefully considered and planned out.
1: Yeah. I mean, just as you may live longer than you expect, you're also likely to spend more money in retirement than you anticipated. You know, many financial service professionals tell us or tell their clients to expect spending about 80% as much in retirement as they did when they were still working. Now, considering many expenses that come with your job, gas, for example, um, go away when you retire. So that 80% number is probably pretty accurate. But there are some nuances you should also factor. In the first months of retirement, it's common for new retirees to spend quite a bit on things like travel, home repair, and even upgrades and relocation expenses. While in many cases, those expenses will shrink if not vanish, later in retirement. uh, But before that point, they can take a bite out of your savings.
0: Sure. Yeah, I I would imagine. And you mentioned home projects. Uh, That's a reminder that if you're considering early retirement, it might be a good move to have a plan in place for retirement housing. You know, whether you're gonna downsize where you're gonna live, what that's gonna cost, that type of thing.
1: Yeah, you know, heading into retirement without the burden of a mortgage, wow, is a priority for many of my clients. Though, making it happen can often be challenging. Now, as article notes, 44% of retired homeowners between ages of 60 and 70 still have a mortgage according to the AARP article. And don't forget that even if you begin retirement without a mortgage, the costs that come with the home ownership don't go away. One common piece of advice urges homeowners to save 1% of their home's purchase price each year to handle the expenses that come with replacements, and repairs. More specifically, that would mean saving about $3500 annually on a house with a $350,000 purchase price.
0: Yikes. That's 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 wild. I mean, that's something you have to think about and crafting a strategy mm-hmm. for your home, a financial strategy whether hey, like you say, it's paying off the mortgage before you retire or shifting gears to a smaller and potentially less expensive place after you retire. That's a solid reason to work with somebody like yourself, Albert, who has the big picture and can help you figure all this out and how it plays a part financially, right?
1: Yeah, I agree, Tony, Uh, especially when you remember that finding extra income after you're retired can be easier said than done. While 74% of workers note they plan to keep earning a paycheck after they retire, in fact, just 27% of retirees reported that they were able to keep a paycheck coming after they were retired. So, according to this AARP article. Now, For a lot of retirees, not finding a part-time job often comes down to an inability to commit to the sometimes rigid schedules many employers sometimes require. Still, other retirees are unable to land a part-time gig because of family commitments or travel plans. In the end, a wise course of action for a lot of folks is to work with a financial services professional to build a strategy that prioritizes creating enough retirement income to make working part-time Yeah, we'd all like
0: to get to that point, right? <laughs> and hey, Albert, before <laughs> yes. we uh, before we move on to the next uh, segment of the show, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you if they want to set up a complimentary consultation. There's no cost or obligation uh, for that initial consultation, correct?
1: Correct. You guys, folks, can call me at 586-752-7008, or as always, visit us online at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com. That's K-A-I-Z-E-N.
0: All right. And let's keep going here. You've been talking about some of the essential things that people who are contemplating early retirement should know before they make any final decisions. And I think if you feel good about your financial strategy, early retirement may mean, hey, more time relaxing and enjoying your family. But if your financial strategy is still a work in progress, uh, it sounds from what you've told us, early retirement could make your coming years more challenging. So what do we need to know next?
1: Well, the AARP article, 10 Things No One Tells You About Early Retirement, next suggests that those considering early retirement should be fully aware that they'll have a lot more free time after they stop working. So while on the surface that sounds ideal, it may come with some hurdles. You know, after all, heading into the office each morning likely ate up at least 40 hours of your weekly calendar for decades. But when you retire, you're suddenly faced with filling all that time. Now, at first, some extra games of pickleball, catching up on all those, you know, classic films you always wanted to watch and maybe taking more road trips will probably make you wonder why you waited as long as you did to retire. But eventually, the newness wears off. And if one of the reasons you're pondering early retirement is because you want to spend more time with your grandkids, don't forget that they'll soon be in school. And again, the point of today's show isn't to talk you out of early retirement. I only want to make it clear that while a big part of retirement planning is financial, part of the planning process must also consider your emotional and social needs, Tony.
0: Yeah, that's good advice. It really should include those things as well. And it's easy to see how the social part of a career can be overlooked uh, during your retirement planning. And I mean, even if your job doesn't always make you completely happy uh, or, hey, you and your coworkers or boss <laughs> don't always agree with everything at least, uh, you know, you, there are people probably that you look forward to talking to, spending time with, and it is social interaction. So I think those things positively contribute to your health and happiness. So you've got to take that into consideration that it's not going to be there. Once you leave the job, you'll have to fill that need.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with you there, Tony. Um, Also, remember that when you're working with the financial service professional, you should share a full picture of the travel, hobbies, and other activities you want to pursue in retirement. That way, they can help you build those uh, factors right into your financial strategy with the goal of providing the money you need to enjoy them. And I can tell you from experience that a client who is generally enjoying retirement is a client who's more likely to come into my office for regular meetings while also sticking to their financial strategy.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I know you've mentioned social isolation before, but tell us more about planning for that because I think that's something, once again, people often overlook.
1: Yeah. You know, if you retire at 55 or 56, there's a decent chance your spouse and many of your friends will still have at least a handful of years left at their job. So that means without a strategy, you could end up spending your weekdays sitting in the basement watching reruns of old sitcoms. And who wants that, really? You know. And additionally, if you retire a bit earlier than most folks, many of the new friendships you build through new hobbies or volunteering may well be with people who are quite a bit older than you. While they may not be much of a problem for you, it's something you should think about.
0: Yeah, and and to your point, you know, if you retire while your spouse still has several years to go in their career, uh, that could be challenging for some couples.
1: Oh, absolutely, and and don't forget that there aren't just challenges when one spouse is retired and the other spouse keeps working. When both spouses are eventually retired, it will bring about an entirely new lifestyle. If one or both spouses worked outside the home, that means they had a break from each other throughout the week to, you know, kind of do their own thing. But during retirement, oh boy, you're together every day. That means it may be wise for each person to find a hobby or activity that doesn't include their spouse, which isn't to imply that the secret to a happy marriage is to spend as much time away from each other as you can, but some occasional (laughs) me time now and then is probably very healthy.
0: Right. And it just reminds me of what my mom said at my parents, I think it was their 50th wedding anniversary. Uh, people are like, "Wow, okay. fifty years! You know how did how did you do it?" And my mom said, "He was gone a lot." Or how did you stay happily married for fifty years? And my mom smiled and yeah. said, "He was gone a lot," and he was an over-the-road truck driver. So that was funny because he would be gone two weeks at a time here and there, and everybody yes. laughed. And I'm well, like, "No, nope, probably
1: true." <laughs> You're definitely right. Yeah, and they're still together, by the way. So that is awesome. It really is. But, you know, it's, it's something yeah. that is important. So, I mean, to me. Well, But, but uh, I
0: wanted to ask you, if somebody is considering early retirement, what questions would you recommend they ask a financial professional like yourself?
1: Well, to me, in an open and thorough chat with your financial service professional before you make any final decisions about retirement well, is it, a critical move. Uh, the first question you should ask is whether you can genuinely afford to stop working soon. This is where the fact that a financial service professional is there to tell you the truth, not just what you want to hear. It, it's that important. Now, after that, you should talk about whether you'll need a part time job during retirement, how you will address your health care costs, what you'll do to fill up all your new free time and how your personal vision for retirement meshes with your spouse's vision.
0: Well, yeah, you've covered a lot of great information in today's show, Albert. And I, I think it's important whether somebody's going to retire early or uh, when they're 65 or older, they need to be working with somebody like yourself. Do you have anything else for our listeners before we go today?
1: You know, if you'd like to talk about anything we discussed on today's show on or your retirement goals, please visit my website at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com or call my office 586-752-7008 and discuss how we might be able to answer your questions and address your concerns. All
0: right. And that concludes another episode of Own Your Retirement with our host, Albert Lalonde. Thank you for listening to Own Your Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Albert Lalonde at Kaizen Financial Group. Call 586-752-7008 or visit them online at kaizenfinancialgroup.com implementation.